0: Welcome to The Good Goddess Show, a weekly podcast for women who are fed up, are feeling bloated and tired. I'm your host, Kezi Hall, holistic nutritionist and all-around health geek. Let's dive in into the show. week's podcast episode. And this week we are talking about your body being your smartest, wisest, most strategic, solid investments. And a little bit of why we aren't taught this. So this week we're really looking at our values and a really important mindset shift that we need to make if we want to start seeing consistent and speedy results. Because this is a big thing that I find gets in the way of a lot of people I chat to every week that we're not necessarily conscious of, and it can be such a game changer when I realized this and could like put it into words, I was like, oh my goodness, (laughs) I was like, this is insane. And this also is so illogical and it's so weird. And it also explains why so many people are struggling, why so many people are tired, burnt out, exhausted, in pain, uncomfortable not sleeping well, are bloated, having awful periods, awful skin, feeling horrible in their skin, feeling like there's no hope, feeling like there's, you know, there's no point. This explains that. So I'm going to share with you today more about what it is, how we can shift this, where it comes from, and just kind of give you a bit of a pep talk in terms of, okay, let's shift this narrative. Let's shift this value. Because when you do, I honestly promise you that you will see results. I, I really do. This isn't like, fluffy stuff this is big fundamental we're talking about our values and our mindset and our psychology and how our society like how some of us feeling some of why you feel rubbish probably right now is inevitable based on this mindset and set of systems okay so it's a really juicy one I really recommend you listen all the way to the end get in touch if you have any um But I hope you are doing well. Um, I am recording this and we have just had our big um, holiday weekend here in the UK to celebrate um, the Queen and something to do with the Queen. Uh, and it was sunny here and so I climbed mountains, I swam in lochs, I went to castles and the beach. It was just a really fun weekend. So um, if in doubt, have some fun. We, we organized a barbecue and it didn't rain, which in Scotland, when you organize a barbecue, I feel like it always rains. It's just, you know, it's just the way. And so, uh, yeah, that is exciting. And then um, I took a couple of days, well, two days off last week. But before I took time off, I was just working with clients, which was really fun. I've been wrapping up a couple of programs with clients. So I do currently have space for new clients. So I've been having conversations with Potential. Um, people as well as time's gone on and uh, yeah it's just been good fun I'm near the end of a program with one client who mainly we were talking about energy and she was just reflecting on our most recent session she's like oh my goodness my energy doesn't crash anymore I don't feel exhausted anymore she was just like she kind of hadn't clocked in because sometimes with energy shifts it can be like a gradual change and she was like, I just feel so much better, so much better energy. Or another client um, I was talking to was waking up maybe five or six times in the night. And she was saying like, oh, you know what? I actually, I, I didn't wake up last night and I maybe woke up once the night before and her sleep is much better and therefore her energy is improving and her bloating has disappeared and so much other stuff so it's really fun and working with clients so I do have space for new clients because I've wrapped up with a couple of people I've still got a couple of people on and but if you are interested in working with me and you just want to know more you want to know like what are your root causes what is really going on what program might help? What tests might be helpful? Book your clarity call. These are free 30 minute calls with me where you get some personalized help. And I'll also explain more about working together if that's something you want to hear about. And we can chat that through. You can ask questions and we can really figure out if it's a good fit. So do book that in. So yeah, that has been what has been happening over here. Um, and I think, I think that's basically it. I've been dreaming about um, getting chickens. So that's my next project. Hopefully, I mean, this isn't happening imminently. But, you know, I'd like in the next year to have some chickens in my garden. So if you are an expert at doing that, feel free to slide into my DMs and give me all the information. (laughs) Because the amount of eggs we go through in this household is ridiculous. Anyway, but let's get on to today's show. It's going to be an awesome one and a total game changer for you. Let's go. Did you hear that I'm doing a fun new thing? This is going to be something that's going to help take stuff off your to-do list. You are going to feel so much clearer, less overwhelmed, really focused, feel really motivated when it comes to your health and knowing what to eat. It's going to be something that's going to make your life easier and it's going to be free and I'm offering it every week. And no, it's not the podcast because the podcast does all those things as well. But, you know, I'm ramping it up. I'm making it even better because I really know that you can feel better. I know that I can help. And what I'm offering every week is two free clarity calls. These are free 20, 25-minute Zoom chats with me where you get my eyeballs on your health. And it's twofold purpose for these. What we'll do is over that 20, 25 minutes, because this is something I'm trained in and do every day, I will be able to glean more of, okay, what is going on? What are some of your root causes? I'll be able to begin to figure out what are some of the key imbalances happening and you will leave with clarity of what to focus on. What are the right next steps for you? These calls are also an opportunity where we can find out more about working together. Would that be a good fit for you? What would that look like? What would the lab tests look like? What would your personalized program be and how would that work together? I would love to have one of these calls with you because you know I love what I talk about here on the podcast is having that personalized approach based on your unique body. But I can't do that when I'm doing a podcast that thousands and thousands of people listen to. But in a conversation, I know that after 20 minutes, I can help you gain so much more clarity of what is really going on with your health. What are the main problems to solve and what your next steps are? And that might be working with me. If I feel like I can help, I will let you know and you can decide and we can go through that. Or it might not be, but you will be clear on what are the next steps. I know so much of the time people are Googling, they're reading, they're getting contradictory advice. And in the, in the end, they're not making any progress, still feeling stuck. So I want to give you this for free. Help give you give you the gift of clarity. Cheesy as it sounds. So if you want one of these free calls, I'm making space in my calendar for two each week so it'll just roll on and when each week's full up they'll be booked up and um, they'll be done on Zoom and you can book in at Kezia Hall K E Z I A dot com forward slash book. So that's keziahall.com forward slash book. Book in your free clarity call. You can also find the link in the show notes on Instagram. I would love to chat with you. These are really fun. They're going to be really informative, but also chilled, zero pressure. Um, Yes, we'll talk about working with me if I think, honestly, that's going to be a good fit. And if you want to, but these are not like, I don't know, high pressure calls. They're meant to be fun. They're meant to be helpful. And I would love... Love, love for you to gain more clarity so that you can start solving the right problems in your body and in your health and therefore see results with more speed and more ease. That's that's really what we want, right? So book your call, keziahall.com forward slash book, B-O-O-K. You can just go to keziahall.com as well and you'll see at the top, book a clarity call. You can book in there. I would love to chat with you. I really, really would. So pause this right now. Pause, go book in come back okay I'm looking forward to chat and let's get on with today's episode so let's talk about your body and how it is one of your smartest best and most wisest in things to invest in because this isn't something we are taught about it's not something I see in our culture and society on social media so today I kind of just want to, this is, this is not as much as like a practical, do these three steps. This is more of a mindset, looking at the psychology of things. Because one thing I know from working with hundreds and hundreds of people and helping people see incredible transformation in their health, even when they maybe didn't think it was possible, is that I know that you've got to support your actual biology, you know, Figure out what the problem is, solve the problem, gather the right data, look at how is your energy production, how are your hormones, like actually look at your biology, what is actually happening. Yes, you need to do that 100% and you also need to support your mindset and your psychology because implementation is everything. For example, you probably know that maybe eating vegetables or uh, not drinking too much coffee is a good idea, but the problem for people is not always the knowledge, it's the implementation and generally when people's gut is a mess, the energy's a mess, the hormones are all over the place and they're at the point where they're coming to see me and they've been struggling and trying all the things there's some blend of both, the psychology, and that's all around your thinking, your behavior, your relationship with food, but also they have no idea what problem they're solving. So you've got to do both. So today I really want to look more at something that I see come up when it comes to supporting our psychology. And that is so important. It's your behavior that really, like it's your mindset, said another way, is really how you implement anything. So yes, you've got to be have the right strategy to implement because you might be listening to this and you might be really good at implementation you know the last podcast I think from this one is with Jess and it's that live thing and you can tell from listening to that she's pretty good at implementation you tell something to do she'll do it so for her 80% of the problem is is the strategy, solving the right problem. And for other clients, it's the opposite. And for other people, it's somewhere in the middle. So it's really, really important that we understand it's not, yes, you need to solve the right problem. You need to know what that is. If you don't know what that is, come and work with me. Have a clarity call. Book that in. It's totally free. And we can start to look at that, like what actually is the problem. But then it's also about implementing the right strategy. And this is where so many people get tripped up. Okay, and that's what I want to talk about today. And I, one of the many reasons I feel like this is a struggle is because we are not, we don't have any examples and our culture does not teach us or set an example of or encourage us to think about our bodies as a really wise, solid, brilliant investment. Our society, generally speaking, from, from my own experience, kind of teaches us to, uh, that our bodies are kind of an afterthought. You know, you really only think about your body if something goes wrong. People, you know, might only think about conceiving a baby when they can't conceive, for example. They might only think about their hormones and their, you know, their periods when it gets really bad and really painful. They might only think about their sleep quality when they become 60 and suddenly get diagnosed with sleep apnea. We don't, we're not really in a culture that gets us, that teaches us, growing up or even as adults to really connect and listen to and acknowledge our body. We kind of just have a system where when it goes wrong, then pay attention, hope it can get fixed and often hope someone else can fix it. But I just really want to lay a case for and really remind you and and remind me as I say this, because I'm always teaching myself here, is that your body really is how you do life. Your body is... The vessel, it's the vehicle for you being able to do anything and everything in your life. It's the way that you serve others. It's the way that you earn money. It's the way that you parent. It's the way that you love. It's the way that you show kindness. It's the way that you create social change. It's the way that you travel the world. It's your career. It's your career progression. It's your ability to have kids. Your body is everything. It's your ability to provide. It's your ability to create beauty and um, and and change things. It's the foundation of your life. Your body is how and you exist here on Earth. It's why you exist here. Without that, it's we don't we are not here on Earth at this present time. And you might have different beliefs about what happens to us when our bodies fade. Whatever. We're not talking about that here. It's so important when you really think about it. So often, like for example, people will be like, "Oh no, I couldn't possibly." Um, you know take that time to go to a yoga class for example you know that you know so and so say they're a parent so and so has that dance class then and I really need to be there to to watch them I'm just using this as a random example yeah that might you know you might want to but also so often especially in motherhood people just use motherhood as, as an excuse to just further disconnect from their body and to and we can get this idea that serving others That really is about serving others at the cost to yourself. That's often how I was brought up, Uh, not brought up, not intentionally, but just like the growing up in our culture of the world is like, okay, it's good to serve other people and look after other people, and that's always going to be at a cost to myself, and that's just how it goes. But I just want to lay a case and really encourage you to invest in your health, and this might mean many different things to you for some of you it might mean investing in the typical sense of like money finances um you know for others it might be around time intention prioritizing routines habits but I really just want to encourage you that your body is such a solid investment and it's we can't just keep going and just let crisis tell us to pay attention, so let's just decide to change this, okay? Acknowledge right now. You can put your hand on your heart or on your belly. Just say, "Hey, body, I acknowledge that you are one of my smartest investments. Investing in you, in your hormonal health, gut health, mental health, skin health, digestive health, all of these things, in the fullest sense of the word, is one of the smartest, most strategic, most loving." And, um, and things of service that you can do. Because when you are really well, then actually that impacts everyone around you. You being well is one of the greatest gifts that you can give to people around you. It really is. You being well in the fullest sense. You being healthy in the fullest sense to whatever that looks like for you at this stage of life is such a gift to other people. Your brain and your mind and your thoughts and your skin and your hormones and your blood and your muscles and your limbs and your ovaries and your eyeballs and your stomach and your hands and your feet and your hair. All of these things are really good things to invest in. And I kind of wanted to do a podcast about that because we don't get this message. We get told that it's really good to invest in your smartphone, don't we? Like people spend thousands on a new smartphone. Again, I have a smartphone, so no shade on that. But we, we get that a new smartphone, that's a good investment. A new car, a, le- a nice electric car with maybe seat warmers and Bluetooth, and I really don't know enough about cars. But that, that's a smart investment, yeah? Paying extra for, I don't know what you pay extra for, like, to go faster, I don't know. Paying extra for those bits, that paint job, solid investment, yeah, generally speaking. Paying for, um, you know, your kids' bazillion activities, uh, paying for uh, expensive holidays, you know, abroad that cost a lot of money, traveling prices. You know, there's no real question in our society that, yeah, that's a solidish investment. Yeah, cool, like, fine. Mm-hmm. Paying for your home, solid investment. Yeah, all of these things, those things aren't questioned. And I'm, I'm not questioning them, I'm not saying those are bad. I'm just saying that we... That's like, yeah, solid. You bought a new car. Yeah, of course you did. Okay, of course you did. Cool. Yeah, whatever. Oh, you've got a new iPhone. Nice. How does it work? What's the camera like? Oh, you've been on holiday. Oh, that sounds amazing. It's so good to get sun. That's wonderful. Like those things are really normal in our society to invest in. And that's that's not a criticism. But it's interesting if then when I talk to people and I tell them how much it costs to work with me, it is really not normal People often oh, feel a bit shocked. They might feel, and again, this is no judgment or shade. This just just is. People are like, oh, okay, I didn't expect it to be that much. People, it's often a surprise. It obviously and it obviously is an investment, so it takes consideration. And there's nothing wrong with that. We do want to consider our investments wisely, obviously. But it's, it's interesting. I just noticed that it's interesting that that gets a response, but someone buying the latest iPhone or iPad or whatever, doesn't. Is it like, just logically, it's it's weird, isn't it? <laughs> and again, this isn't about judgment or criticism. I really hope you hear my heart on that. I have a smartphone. I am going on on a sunny, expensive holiday this year. You know, I actually don't care about cars because it's covered, currently covered in crumbs and stuff from my kids. But like one day, I'll have a nice electric car Like, and I'll pay for like... Don't Please please hear my heart on this. It's just a really interesting, as someone who, like, obs- I'm a bit of a very reflective person, I ask a lot of questions. And when we look at society, when I look at my life, when I look at the values instilled in me, not by any particular person. It's not like my parents every day were like, your body's not important. Don't invest in it. Of course not. They cared. They were wonderful parents. They are wonderful parents. But it's this, it's interesting, isn't it? That we have this response where it's like, oh, cool, 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 yeah, new phone, cool. But it's like, oh, you want to invest in your health or like that's a big, so working with me is an investment for sure. And people see incredible results and incredible ROI on their investment for sure. If you want to know more about that, book your clarity call. But this might also come up in smaller ways. Like you go to the shop and you're like, normal broccoli, organic broccoli. What the flip? Like organic broccoli is like three, maybe four times the price. And you're like, what that's ridiculous and in that moment when because we're not trained to think oh investing in my health is such a good investment it's so wise it's so strategic it's really gonna serve me you automatically just go for the cheaper broccoli and again I eat cheaper broccoli like I have done that like again this is no criticism you eat that broccoli it's so much better to eat broccoli to eat some broccoli than to eat no broccoli, if that makes sense, depending on your budget. But it's interesting, we can and I I see like this happens in me. I go into the shop and I'm like, you know, I just did a meat order. I do a monthly meat order. Cause I really want my kids to eat good amounts of meat. It's really important for kids to eat meat, in my opinion, in my nutritional opinion. Um, so I buy that every week. And you know, just it's just more expensive. And if I'm not careful, I can be a bit like, oh is so expensive and dragging my feet a little bit and just like surprised even though I, I do this every month that it's more expensive whereas I could just go to the local shop and buy like a thing of mints for what like I don't know $1.99 or something I don't actually know how much it costs but it's because it's we don't think about that in terms of investing so wherever you're at in the scale whether it's about spending a pound more on broccoli or thinking of spending several thousands on Therapy, working with me, getting rid of the mold that's in your house, going to marriage therapy to support your relationship because that's really stressful, whatever it is, we tend to be like, oh, like we, and I I do this, we can be really shocked, we can be worried, and, and it's not to criticize that response, it's just interesting that is our response when... Our entire lives is dependent upon the health and well-being of our body. If it wasn't, if we could just treat our bodies like cars and be like, ugh, everything's, you know, get to 40 or whatever age and be like, oh, everything's shutting down. Can I just have a new model? Cool, reboot. Woo! Then we honestly wouldn't need to. We could just replace our bodies with our cars. But we can't do that. When our bodies fail, we fail. Like it affects our whole life. And it's just, from a big picture perspective, it's really something I find interesting. (laughs) Being in this world, seeing it come up in my own self, where I'm just like, oh, like, this is, you know, this feels like a lot. You know, buying, whether it's buying, uh, what was it, the weekend I was buying, um, looking for, like, low sugar ice lollies for my son. And, you know, I could buy a pack of cheap ice lollies for probably a pound but if I want to get lower sugar with made from fruit juice you know I'm not saying they're the best thing ever but better option you're talking three four times the price I have to think of it okay it's an investment in his body and in his biology because the next thing is where did we learn that our bodies were not a solid strategic really wise investment where has this come from and this, and in itself, could be like a whole PhD. So, um, which I have not done. <laughs> I imagine it would make a good PhD topic. to listening, but I think from my own thoughts, it's probably come from various places. From, um, if I think about it, in my own life, I think culturally, uh, if you're in a female body, there's a lot of object uh, objectification of our bodies. So meaning like our bodies are not really ours, it's not really mine, it's other people's, other people's to look at, judge, comment on, decide on, do with what they please. You know, there's this, This just very subtle, you know, you wear certain things, people feel like they can comment on your weight, your size, what you look like. From the get-go, from young, young, young kids, people, will, you know, talk about my kids' bodies and we comment on that next thing is you might have trauma to your body so it's actually just easier to like disassociate if that makes sense just to not to kind of ignore your body because if you really started to pay attention to your body how you felt your energy levels your pain levels your hormones if you really paid attention it's almost like you just can't go there it's like pandora's box so it's easier to just ignore it rather than get really honest and really pay attention to what's going on. I see that a lot with people and I have definitely done that, where it's just like, I can't even go there. I'm just going to completely ignore this. And that's maybe a wise strategy to do for certain periods in life, but it's not a good idea to do that consistently throughout your life because there will be a consequence to that. So this disassociation we sometimes have in our bodies and that can be from trauma it can be just from overwhelm you're just like oh my gosh, I don't know what to do about this so I'm not going to even look at it and we just kind of further ignore our symptoms ignore our body ignore our bloating ignore our energy ignore like we just ignore 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 our body because let's be honest we've never been told really to pay attention to it and just to like deal with it also there's this idea that we as women support other people so our main job is to keep other people happy and that people pleasing. And how your body feels doesn't really matter because your main job is to look after other people. You're the main care- caregivers of our society. Your job is to look after other people. How you feel, eh, less important. There's also that kind of narrative, I think, that goes on again, very unconsciously. And um, also, there's in our medical system, I think I have and have experienced, there's discrimination historically against females the data, most of the data is done on men. We get treated like small men. When actually our biology and our DNA is really different in some ways from like a cellular perspective. So we have this medical system that isn't necessarily set up for us. Those those are just some thoughts (laughs) of why and how we've learned that our bodies are not a wise investment. Because we're not encouraged to connect with them, our bodies aren't ours, it's best to ignore it. And maybe when we do pay attention, we're coming up against a medical system that potentially is quite discriminative and we are fobbed off, told that we're anxious, that we're just getting old, it's just because we have young kids, or we should just go on the pill or have a hysterectomy. Like it feels like we have a like a limited, you know, if you if you do finally connect with your body you build up the courage and you go, no, I'm gonna do something about this, and then you hit against a system that is kind of rigged against you a little bit in some ways. And obviously, a lot of this depends on your relationship with your doctor and you know, there's a lot of nuances to this. I'm talking to a big audience here. There are some brilliant um, doctors and healthcare professionals out there, of course. But generally speaking, you probably have felt, I've felt there's this, and just even just if we're talking about data, it, it just is the way in data. It's just that factual that we don't, haven't valued learning about women's bodies, and now there is a complexity to that. People are afraid to, because you don't want to like test these things and make someone sterile, you know, and infertile, you know. So there is um added complications there. But the system is kind of rigged against us sometimes as well. So even if you do finally connect, you do are like, no, Kezi I don't. I'm I'm going to invest. I in am going to get some answers. Then it can feel like wading against the tide to try and get. Even just this last couple of weeks just encouraging clients to go and just ask for that referral, just get that test, you know, when they're, and it can feel like they're waiting and fighting against a tide of indifference or a prejudice that it's, you know, it's just because they're anxious, blah, 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 when that ten- potentially is not the case. I'm a big fan of, I mean, you might be anxious, yeah, but let's get some data while we're at it. <laughs> and that's kind of how I work, the way I work with clients. So. We need to, we've never really been told to look after our body or the other thing also is that the only context in which we're told to look after our body is to make it slim and thin. So we're told don't disconnect, disconnect from body. but this one thing is really important that you are really thin. So for some people, again, that just creates more disconnection because you just go, I'm not in that message. No, 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 no. I'm not all for that nonsense. But it's like... I'm just, so I'm just going to disconnect even more from my body because I know diet and culture's BS. Whereas, because that's like the one way we get encouraged to think about our body is in relation to its size and prettiness, air quotes, to other people and its acceptability to other people and to how slim and pleasing it is to other people. And that, that, like, it's just total BS. <laughs> So no wonder we don't think about looking after our bodies. No wonder we don't think this is a solid investment. I really need to look at this. You know, this is more potentially important than those extras on my car. This is more important than this. It's more important that like this is a solid value that I have in my life that I invest in my body and my health. And it's a value that I've had and now have in my life and my whole family does. Um, which kind of makes sense based on the job that I do, but it hasn't always been the case. I remember when I invested in my first set of tests and some support in helping me interpret them and working with me and getting that implementation help. And I think at the time that was maybe like one or 2000 pounds. And I felt like sick investing that, you know? I was like, oh my goodness, prior to doing that, I'd always worked with charities as an artist in the community. I was like, you could run... All sorts of stuff with like, you know, if I gave that money to charity, you could do great stuff with it. It felt like a lot. I didn't just have it lying around. It wasn't just sitting there. It was like, you know, I had to create a plan of action. And what we decided, what I decided to do was start airbnb being at the time. It's about five years ago or long longer. No, not five years ago, 10 years ago probably. Started airbnb being our house, uh, a room in our house out to like pay. Anyway, so it wasn't just sitting there. I had to think of a strategy. And it was so uncomfortable to do because... I didn't think investing, and in this example, it's money, but it could be time, uh, energy, these kind of things. I didn't think investing money into my health was a good idea. I thought it was way more sensible to invest in mortgages, in cars, in travel, and in, I don't know, charity. You know, giving it away was a more worthwhile investment. Or worthwhile cause than investing in my body and my body being the only way that I experience life, exist here, love, serve, all of these things. And so this is a big, weird dynamic we have going on in our society. And it makes, and it, and if you really struggle to invest in whatever that means for you, money, time, energy whether it's an extra 50p for organic cucumbers or like thousands in therapy or working with me and running tests, wherever you're at on that spectrum, if if you struggle to invest, if you don't have that as a value, if you haven't noticed this, like, oh my goodness, I am so triggered about investing in my health it's going to be really difficult for you to make progress. It's going to be really difficult for you to see results. If there's always this resistance, if there's always this value, this underlying unconscious value that other things, other people, other causes, other, other items, other technology, other experiences are more important than you and your body. Your body, your mind, and I say body in the fullest sense. I mean your mind, your thoughts, your energy, you in the full sense, your physical well-being is so fundamental. It's so foundational for you to be a mom, for you to earn money, for you to progress in your career, for you to serve others, for you to create um, charities, for you to create social change, for you to travel, for you to um, have babies and not burn out at the process, for you to do what you want to do in your life. And I think we forget that because the only messages as women that, that we tend to get around our bodies is like, be thin, be thin, help other people, be a good mother, be thin. Like, and that is not, <laughs> that is not helpful. We, then, but then we miss the fact that we never get taught and we miss the fact that, oh yeah, my body, my energy and my hormonal health directly impacts my career and my earning potential. My energy and my gut health is gonna massively impact how I parent and um, love my kids or my ability to, not my ability, but my conceiving process. My mental health and my anxiety directly impacts this relationship I have with my partner, really impacts that and when we start to realize that then we can then we can start to learn and change our values and just begin to realize that our bodies really are one of the smartest most strategic most solid investments that we can make and it this you know admitting that not admitting that but having that as a value doesn't negate other things doesn't negate other values but it will really change your health in terms of seeing results and making progress with more speed and ease when you can change the bigger picture framework of my body is a smart investment my physical well-being is a really strategic wise investment but i will tell you the world will tell you otherwise the world will mainly tell you that getting thin is a good investment being thin is a wise investment. Whereas at and and then you either rebel against that and be like, F you, that's not the case, or you fall into that dieting, you know, hole that is not helpful. So it's that's and, and that is not what I'm saying. I'm saying your whole person, the your holistic health, your entire physical well-being, all of you, all your organs and systems and brain, that is an incredible investment it's a smart investment it's a solid investment it's a sound investment but other people will not tell you that they will not encourage that your partner probably won't encourage that not because they don't care but it's like oh no that's it no it's different it's radical it's we it's not generally part of society we tend to only value our bodies when a crisis hits But it's so much better to just have this ongoing relationship, this ongoing investment in your body, big or small. And I don't mean like every week you spend £10,000 on your body. No, it's just going to be like every week you're like, I'm going to go to a yoga class and I'm going to make sure I plan my meals. That's an investment in your health. Okay. I hope this is helpful. I know this is like a different way of thinking, but I really hope that you can see like, huh, see how illogical this is if our hot if all the things that matter to us are based on our physical and mental well-being surely one of the best things we can invest in more than an iphone more than a car more than a hot holiday more than a nice pair of shoes more than um you know a peloton bike or whatever although you could argue that another way anyway is your body and your well-being like that actually is very logical, but for some reason we don't get told that and we're not encouraged to. And if you do decide to radically invest and support your body and physical and mental well-being, people are a bit like, ooh, ooh, that's a bit weird. I hope this is helpful. I know this is um, a bit of a different way of thinking. So just sit with that. I'm not te- I don't want to tell you how to think. Just think it through. Think through some of the points. And just decide, do you believe that your body and your health is a smart investment? Number one. And number two, how are you investing in your health right now? How are you investing in it? When was the last time you did invest in it? And if you want my help with that, you're not sure, you're not sure what's going on. Or when we come back to the beginning, we're talking about solving the right problem and implementing that. If you don't know book your clarity call with me, keziahall.com forward slash book. It's a free personalized call where I'll help you figure out your root causes and kind of help with that strategy part. We'll also talk more about working together if that's what you want to know more about and what your program might look at, but it really just helps you to get that personalized support for free. And I offer two every week. So I definitely have spaces towards the end of June, I think. So do get yours booked in. Um, But it might be also that you need to book a massage or that chiropractor appointment or chase up that blood test or look at your budget and make a plan for buying more quality meat or how can I buy organic broccoli or whatever it is. How are you investing in your health, in your body? And what are some of the ways that you can do that? I'd love to help you if you need my support and if you have any questions then you can head over to Instagram. I changed my handle recently so I I my Instagram handle is i am kesia hall or you can find me on email. I'd love to chat this through with you. Have an amazing week and I'll speak to you soon. Lots of love. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I'm so glad that you are here. And if you're looking for more in-depth, personalized support, then remember, I'm currently taking on new clients, so we could get started working together super soon. So head to keziahall.com forward slash book to book in your call with me, and we'll just chat it through what it looks like, what it would look like for you, and answer all of your questions, and you can decide if it's a good fit. So head to keziahall.com forward slash book, book in your call with me, and we can chat super soon on Zoom, which would be really fun. It'd be like a podcast, but where you can reply... (laughs) (laughs) which is always fun so I would love to chat with you so head to keziohall.com forward slash book and we can just chat it through this is a really chilled informal chat no pressure no weird weird sales techniques just a chat on zoom and feel free to bring a cup of tea okay I look forward to speaking to you soon bye